0: All right, here we are, people of Earth. Welcome to the Vaughn Joseph Show. So thanks for listening. Here we are again. um, October 10th, October 11th. Oh my goodness, where did the days go? So just a quick update, guys. Uh, I've finally come to a point uh, where I can start to separate some of these podcasts. So if you're listening to or looking for the Down podcast, the new podcast that we uh, offshoot from, the offshoot from the uh, Thoughts from L.A. to the U.K. podcast. That is now over at Captivate, Captivate.fm. It's got its own new channel, as will Thoughts from L.A. to the U.K., I think. We might leave Thoughts from L.A. to the U.K. here alongside this podcast particular my solo podcast Um, but I'm not sure yet I may move that one over to Captivate as well the thing is is that you'll still be able to get these pods from your uh, favorite places uh, Amazon Audible Spotify Apple Podcasts whatever so I'm hoping as long as I've been informed correctly most of these things will not change for you guys so but we were finally at a point where I can start to what diversify expand because sometimes you don't make the money back as quick as you'd like (laughs) There's a lot of money that goes into microphones and editing software and laptops and websites and you know all that stuff so um your return on investment might not always be as quick as you'd like it to be, but here we are, so whatever. That being said, feel free to head over to Cash App and donate, donate, donate. To help keep the lights on in the studio, Cash App us at Pound Signed UK, sorry, V3TVUK. TV UK. Um, That's where you can help us out. So... Today I want to talk briefly, we did this, we did this um, podcast during lockdown, it was called Who News, News You Won't Remember Next Week, and we kind of started to incorporate it into the Thoughts from Ellie to the UK podcast, which then kind of metamorphed into the beatdown pod, so it kind of got lost in the shuffle. Well, I'm bringing it back. Starting next week, I'll be bringing it back uh, on its own again and potentially as part of Thoughts from Rally to the UK. Got some new people coming in. Got some old people coming back. So stick around for that coming up in the next couple weeks. But uh, I'll be away doing some pretty big projects this week. I'm doing some artificial intelligent voicing stuff. That's about all I can tell you. Super, super cool. And some video games as well. So get your Xboxes plugged in, and we'll get you gaming to my sultry voice. Anyway, I'm not in the studio today, uh, so you might hear a little bit of a different sound from the microphone. I know a lot of people are really into that, but whatever. Um, so I'm Beatdown Pod. You can follow that at Instagram at BeatdownPod, and you can follow V3TV in general at V3TV UK on Instagram. I uh, don't really use the Twitter, but that's V3TV Network. And my website is Joseph dot and the V3TV website is that at. Dot uk so you can find all the podcasts add your own podcast it's an open source website do whatever you want over there it's just a free for all so we're going to talk about the Chappelle special uh the closer which is on netflix it's his final special on the beatdown pod this week today's monday uh, i'm away for the next two days and potentially more so i don't know when we're going to get to do that pod i thought we were doing it tonight i need to check with the guys Um, But we will get that over to you. And I know that the reason I decided to watch it is because the guy said that the LGBTQ community or actually more accurately, the transgender community was kicking off about some things that he said. So in um, a relevant story, and this is probably going to be more interesting to people in America than over here in the United Kingdom. But uh earlier this year um, oh this 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 part of the pod as well is something that I'm doing new because a lot of times I want to get you guys some information, and it's not coming from me because <laughs> the information is coming from smarter people, and a lot of times um I like to take this great information and and make sure that you get it as well because. Um, a lot of times when you hear the nonsense coming from me on the pod, yeah, that's that's organic, my words. But when you hear a lot of the uh, more insightful information, those are stories that I've or or shows that I've actually written based off of stories that I've read, and in some cases like this one, it's um, an article or a story that I am reading that was written by an actual author or a publisher, so that you get as much information in a concise, concise manner as 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 a concise manner as possible. Because you know I tend to waffle, and being pithy and brevity and all that is not necessarily one of my strong suits, but. That's something that I'm working on for 2022. So we're in money 21, so it doesn't matter. We're going to keep on pushing. I've been talking all this time and haven't brought you anything. This is exactly the point. Anyway, moving on. So earlier this year, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper acknowledged that he considered launching a 2022 U.S. Senate campaign, right? So the Democratic Democratic governor even said he was confident that he could win. Well, he could win. Anyone could do anything. As Enigma always says, anything is possible. But Cooper ultimately rejected the idea, apparently explaining that if he won, Republican Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson would become governor. And Cooper simply couldn't, in good conscience, impose Robinson on North Carolinians. So... To understand why the governor felt that way, um, this NBC News report from last week came out, and oh boy, it's really interesting. I find the news to be impossibly... Entertaining from America when you're removed from it, and I think part of it is when I'm in the U.S. or when you live in the U.S. You're bombarded with this stuff every day, all day. So it just kind of becomes noise at, at a certain point, and you have to do a media detox. But um, yeah, so this 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 was interesting to me. So he says, in <laughs> quoting. I'm saying this now. I'm going to do this in in a a southern accent just because I can. And if he can be offensive, I can be offensive too. Um, I'm only trying to be comical before I'm going to preface this with this because I don't want people thinking that I'm an asshole. Um, There's far other reasons why you could um, validate that thought and this is not going to be one of them. I'm not doing this in any attempt to upset or offend anybody um, other than this guy, if he wants to take it that Way, that's fine because I don't really care what this guy thinks. And once I say what uh, he said, you'll probably understand why. So <laughs> moving right along. So this is a direct quote uh, from the Republican Lieutenant Governor. I'm saying this now and I've been saying it and, and I don't care who likes it. Those issues have no place in a school. There's no reason anybody anywhere in America should be telling any child about transgenderism, homosexuality, any of that filth, (laughs) end quote. (laughs) So the Republican went on to say in the same remarks, and yes, I called it filth, and if you don't like it that I called it filth, Come see me and I'll explain it to you. He's, he's like, holler at your boy. <laughs> it's time for us to stop letting these children be abused in schools. And it's not going to happen till the people of God stand up and demand different. Same ones that established those schools to begin with. So not surprisingly, many Democratic legislators have called for Robinson to resign. Also, not surprisingly, uh, the lieutenant (laughs) governor is ignoring these calls. Uh, The Republican told the NBC affiliate in Raleigh, North Carolina, on Friday, We will not be intimidated. We will not back down. We will not change our language. So the controversy has not gone unnoticed in the nation's capital. White House Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates called Robinson's words... And I quote, repugnant and offensive, end quote. Adding in a written statement, quote, the role of a leader is to bring people together and to stand up for the dignity and rights of everyone, not to spread hate and undermine their own office, end quote. But what's more, it's worth emphasizing for context that this story is only part of a larger library of offensive nonsense from this guy, Robinson, um, pursuing right-wing watches archives Uh, they found this striking report from last month (laughs) which north carolina's lieutenant governor declared that the united states is a christian nation he invited those who disagree to leave the country von joseph why would you leave the u.s and come to england here's your answer or a little snippet of it these people are running government where i'm from he also added that officials could eliminate school shootings by having public schools teach that jesus is the only way to salvation (laughs) robinson also argued that firearms are a divine gift to humanity god gave the garden slug a way to defend itself he argued now, if God gave the garden slug a way to defend itself, that makes you think He didn't. What makes you think He didn't give man, who created in His own image, a way to defend himself? Those AR-15s and Glock nine millimeters and 45 calibers, where do you think they came from? Who do you think inspired them? God knew the world he was putting us into, so he formed in our mind the ability for us to be able to defend ourselves from anybody who may threaten us. And that's apparently just the recent stuff. Robinson's record of anti-Semitism is also well documented. Just look it up. So North Carolina Republican is currently in his first year not holding back. Following a highly controversial twenty twenty campaign, so um, that's uh, from the producer of the Rachel Maddow Show, Steve Bennon. Now, I I I was actually just having a conversation just I want to say yesterday or day before with someone with regards to guns in the United States. I don't. I mean, it's it's the culture there. Everywhere you go, there's culture. You have to understand that where we go there's going to be differences from where you may come from. And you have to accept those differences as a whole. The culture of the United States has been frontiersmen, pioneer, cowboys, guns, horses, shootouts. You know, that's the culture. So that doesn't mean that, you know, these shootings that are taking place are right or, you know, none of that. I'm not saying any of that. But what I am saying is that you have to understand that this is the culture in which was uh, developed. And it, it's, I mean, it's the same country, and there's many countries that have as well, but this one's the most recent and most highly documented. Uh, slavery, okay? They owned people, my people. So to think that these this culture isn't demented and twisted to an extent is, is just naive, okay? Now, guns have their place and we have to also understand or at least in my opinion if I have a wife and I now I always tend to point to this story that I read years ago this woman is at home with her newborn and someone breaks into the house and the husband's away and she calls the husband I think there's someone in the house what is she to do this guy has broken into her home well, fortunately for this woman and her young child at the time, she had been trained by her husband how to shoot a gun, how to protect, you know, the family should a uh, situation as this arise, which it had unfortunately. And he told her, do what I trained you to do or taught you to do. I'm paraphrasing. She got the gun. And fortunately for her, nothing bad happened to her or her child. But the guy that broke into the house, she tuned his ass up. (laughs) So, I mean, if we eliminate the guns at this point, only the bad guys will have the guns. Now, I know that's a very Republican, right-wing, potentially, thing to say. But that's how I feel about it. Um... We've made drugs illegal forever. Does that stop people from getting drugs? Don't be ridiculous. Of course not. Go watch Narcos. They, they, they'll give you some insight as to what America really feels about the war on drugs. And I also heard an, a drug enforcement agent say, once you start a war on something, you've already lost. So the war on drugs was lost once it was called a war on drugs. And, you know, you have to do certain things for the optics. You have to do certain things for the political angle to get reelected, to make your people feel safe, to let them think you're doing something, even though they know that all of this might be taking place over in whatever other country, and we're sending the DEA over there to stop the drugs from coming in from Colombia or whatever, but they already know that the president of Colombia is in bed with these cartels, and they're not going to really do anything about it, but they're just trying to make you know, uh, the appearance. So, you know, you're not going to be able to eliminate guns, but I'm deviating from the point. I did, I did want to argue that aspect of it, but this guy saying that Glocks and all this is from God, and uh, this guy's problematic. I'm not giving commentary on what this guy said. Um, so I'll just leave it at there, but to call the LGBTQ community filth, uh i understand a lot of times as well as americans we it's a very insular country right but a lot of times people don't really realize that there's a bigger world out there and i've noticed that and grown from that exponentially having left the united states 10 years ago this year so we have to understand that there's other things taking place out there it's just we have to have broader spectrums mentally because this is not the way to live um You you have a miserable existence if this is how you're living, in my opinion. The sooner we as people stop judging other people for what they do, if they're not harming anybody else, now that'll be the argument that he'll have here. Well, you're putting this into the schools and you're giving my kid an idea that it's okay for them to do this, that, and the third. These things are out there. OK, we had sex ed school. We had drug ed school where I grew up. They taught us about drugs. And that didn't mean that I went out and started doing coke or heroin or whatever, because Mrs. Lidkey in health class and, you know, and, and in high school said, you know, this is a drug. This is what happens. We don't. That's not what happened. We had sex ed. I didn't go out and just start having mad sex. This, this was the same argument that we were having back in the 80s. Do we give kids condoms in the schools? we got 16-year-old girls getting pregnant. Give them condoms. Well, that will just promote sex. No, promote safe sex. They're having the sex anyway. <laughs> it's the same thing with the drug argument. They're going to get the drugs. If they want them, they're going to get them. You make them illegal all you want, then the only people that are going to have the drugs are the guns. Like the same thing with the guns. The only people that will have the guns are the criminals. Where do you think a lot of these guns come from? The southern border. They're sneaking all this stuff up through Mexico along with these drugs. A lot of these undocumented weapons are in, like, the hands of illegal people. Criminals. I'm not saying illegal immigrants, but some. But, you know, gang members, whatever. They get these guns, and they're doing what they're going to do. So that's my opinion on that, and I don't want to continue because I have nothing scripted, and I'm just going off the top of my dome. Yeah. So um, let's hope this guy gets his act together people out there we need to just start letting people do what they want to do just start loving people more your life is so much better when you just chill out a little bit just relax worry about what's going on in your world i understand as a politician you know you're you're out there and you're you're trying to speak for your constituents and so on but at the end of the day when you're really just thinking about what you think fundamentally these types of topics don't really even need to be discussed. I mean, this whole, there's a, there's a push for, I'm trying to think of what it's called There's a term, where they're claiming that it's a race term where they're trying to not teach about <laughs> minorities in school. It's so ridiculous, like slavery didn't happen and uh, minorities aren't this, it's, it's bad. I, critical race theory, that's what it's called. Look that up and that's, a, that's an interesting read as to what people are thinking. I don't know the, the you know, the opinions of what are being thrown back and forth from either side of the political spectrum as to why they should or shouldn't be introduced in the schools and so on. But I understand what it is that they're arguing uh, in, in general. And it's just wild. It's so wild. Just, I used to have green hair. <laughs> Just think of how different my life would have been had people been giving me a hard time about a green mohawk. They probably just thought I was crazy. Like, who's this black kid with a green? And my hair was relaxed. So, that, so people that don't know what that means, obviously, as a black man, my hair's curly. So that's what a Mr. T mohawk would look like. But I had my hair relaxed, so it was straight. So it looked like proper punk rock, you know. I was trying to find where to fit in. You know, I'm on my quest for identity right? So I didn't come in, into direct contact with any pushback because of the way I looked directly. People, I turned heads at the mall, I'm sure, <laughs> as you would expect. But people let you live their own, your own life back then. They let you do what you're going to do. It wasn't bothering anybody. I looked different. I was entertaining. I was at the mall, with a, with a, at the time, a really good friend of mine or, or someone that I really held in high regard, um, named Laura. And I think we were shopping for her prom dress, which kind of was killing me because I had a crush on her. And I'm like, God, dress shopping for you to go out with some other guy. (laughs) But anyway, this little kid comes up to me and I think it was a little boy, And he says, you have beautiful hair. That was the coolest moment for that hair. I could have shaved it off at that point and not ever rocked it ever again. But, um, that was great. That little kid came up to me. No idea who this kid was just in the middle of the mall. We're walking around. He was probably eight, nine years old, little guy. I was like 17, 18 years old, maybe 18, 19, oldest. No, she was, I was like 16, actually 16, 17. If she was going to prom, she was older two years. Um, that was a that was a dope moment for me. So if we really lived more like that, like that little kid and was like letting people live their lives, it was a different time though, wasn't it? We didn't have social media, we didn't have groups. We didn't have people that would just gang up and cancel people because they were saying stuff that people weren't happy with. None of that existed. We we all lived in these little bubbles and um you know you moved around in that bubble as you saw fit and people generally didn't give a shit they let you do what you wanted to do and i think that we need to try and to read live like that you know remember what it was like to be like that but i know once you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube once you squirt it out it's just a different world we're in right now so we have to try and navigate it I just know that when I get to be a certain age hopefully these younger younger kids that are you know young babies now four three two years old will come up and see what the 20 and 30 year olds are going through now and make the adjustments because they're raising these these youngsters to be different um, and we'll have a better world that's 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 all I got to say. Thanks for listening. Vaughn Joseph here signing out. Um, if you're listening, please leave a comment. And please rate. Because we want to get these shows popping again. So leave us a star. Leave us five stars. Tell me why the show's great. Tell me why you think it stinks. Tell me what you think can be improved. Um, Tell me you love it. That that's always nice. Uh, if you want to help support the show, feel free to hit us up on the Cash App at pound sign. That's not dollar sign people in America. The pound sign V three TV UK. That's also the Instagram account um, for the new Beatdown Podcast. We got new Instagrams for that as well. Uh, and that's BeatdownPod. Pod. That's with Doctor Chima and Mister Wee, and we got a couple other people that pop in every now and then. We review beats, um, music. We talk a little bit more music pop culture you know kanye west obviously always pops up in there whatever's happening in the news and entertainment we try to get in on that but we do beat battles on that podcast as well so if you've got beats your producer your musician send us your music we'll uh, put it up against a different beat or a song and see which ones we think sound best and why um yeah that's what's up so Thoughts from LA to the UK will be here. I think we're going to somehow kind of spin it so that I can tie the two shows together, uh, like the Vaughn Joseph show presents Thoughts from LA to the UK, or 8 out of 10 cats does countdown type thing if you're from over here in the UK. So anyway, I'm rambling again, as I say I often do. I'm going to go catch up on last night's NFL action on the TV, and um, thanks for listening, and I love you all for listening, and I hope you're having a fantastic week. Speak to you soon. Peace.